Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am holding Eric's hand right now. Aw, we're in the same room together doing the show. The first time in a long time, there's no doubt about it's that. magical. I wouldn't, I don't know if it's magical, oh, but okay. it, it was a little bit, it's been a little hectic. I mean, I did get to pet your pussy. Yeah, that's true. And now she won't leave you. <laughs> She's hanging outside the door, <laughs> staring at you. Longingly. Yeah. Well, maybe Play not, with maybe, me. Maybe not. Play she's, with she's this pussy. Uh, of course, he's referring to my uh, kitty cat. Yeah. I don't actually have a pussy. I'm, I was born with a male genitalia, and I've kept it. I, have not, uh, I don't have a problem when I go to try and use the bathroom here in Texas. No issues with that. Women have issues going to the bathroom in Texas? No, but the fucking people... Oh, you mean because you're like a boy? Yeah, you're, with uh, boy parts. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Because otherwise, it would be illegal, I guess, because we passed a little bathroom bill, too. Yeah. Hey, man, we're, we're the cool kids. You're, yeah, Texas is very progressive, let me <laughs> <laughs> On the forefront of all the greatness that is what society should be. It's basically California and then Texas on the progression scale. Yeah, totally. Or right there. So, why are you down here, Eric? How come you're in my house? Uh, Not in Minnesota. Visiting on vacation. Yeah, so you're supposed to come visit over the 4th of July. Yeah, that changed. And then I fucking, I had all these days off, and man, I thought we were going to go fucking do some partying, and then you changed it up on me. And Well, first off, I didn't tell you you needed to take days off. I did it just for you. That's a load of shit. <laughs> That's a total load of shit. I wanted to spend quality time with you. <laughs> no, I, yeah, that was the original plan, but just the way everything lined up, because what I was trying to do was to get extra. Mm-hmm. So I got off the 4th. You know, that's a holiday for us. We do, and yeah. then I took off the 5th, yes. which is a normal work day for me. Mm-hmm. And then I took, and then I have the regular weekend, which for me, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yes. So it was like an extended weekend. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, then I can maybe go down to Texas or something like that. But I also wanted to hit up Austin because I got a lot of family there. Yes. So I was looking at it. and I'm like, man, that's just not enough time. I was like, I need to go back and like request off, you know, the rest of that week. So then I got, you know, ample time to come down. But I couldn't. Somebody else had taken those days off. So I wasn't able to get those days off. So I was like, well, fuck that kind of, you know, it throws a big hamper into my whole plans and I would only be able to get to spend like two days here and two days there and then I have to go back. It's like, I don't want to fucking do that. So I was looking around trying to find one and the only week that was really available around this time mm. was this week. So it's always, it's always about you, man. 
So I took it, and you're just having to fucking deal with it. So here I am. So last night, Eric went out and got drunk and hung out with our old buddy Boggs. Yep. That was fun times. And tonight, we're going to go spend some quality time with Bradley. So we're making the rounds for all the ex-members. <laughs> yeah. Spend some quality X, time with X them. Ex-Intel Saviors co-host tour 2017. Yeah. You know, spend some quality time with those guys because... You know, they don't show up see. and tell them they're all cunts and they're all doing other things like they're they've moved on they're doing music and stuff like that so we're gonna go support their endeavors as they all try to fucking make albums and be rock stars and whatever smoke a lot of weed <laughs> try and p- pick up couples <laughs> whatever else they're doing <laughs> we're just we're just gonna go support them yeah, but Boggs are playing again tonight, and I, I kind of, since I went and saw him a couple of weeks ago play, I, I don't feel obligated to see him. So that's why last night I was tired. I spent the whole day, we did uh, did wife stuff, checking out baby. We're getting the babies coming due. The doctor wants us to induce, so it looks like we're probably about, shit, man. It looks like it's going to be right around the 1st of August now, so it's coming up pretty quick. So I got like a literally a month and a half, about six, seven weeks. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, the show last night was in Burleson. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was too far from where we're at, but... Yeah, just, it's still a decent drive. We did that, and then and we then were... Tonight's in Addison, which is way the fuck out there. That's, for people who don't know, that's like North Dallas area. Well, is it North Dallas? Is yeah, it, it's sort of North Dallas. Yeah, it's Northwest that, it's, Dallas. I'd say it's a somewhat of a suburb of Dallas. Yeah. It's a really uppity rich place. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a little, it's a little douche tastic. But so I, I definitely wasn't planning on fucking going out there to see him. But good old Bradley's playing nearby, so we'll go check him out and hook up with some other old friends. So it'll be good times. So it's good that you come down and spend some quality time with us. We're gonna be hanging out with one of our cop friends tonight, so we don't have to yeah. worry about getting pulled over and getting shot. <laughs> yeah. And if we do, then. I mean, I'm sure the cop will still get off, but... Oh, of course. All he, <laughs> all he has to do is say that he was afraid for his life. So we talked about that on and the last it. show, since we didn't do one last week, about the whole Philandro Castro thing. And it was funny, because... Castile. You, Castile, sorry. And uh, you brought it up, and I remember the first thing, I was like, well, I said, the cop's not going to get convicted, and even if he does... Nothing. He won't serve any time. <laughs> so, and you agreed with me. So we are right again, like we yep. always are. Yep. <laughs> always the, right. the problem is, is, and this is after you know, uh, the several people of the jury, they haven't even spoken a word. Um, the other people that have spoken have all done an anonymously to protect themselves. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, and this is why it's it's kind of a messed up system, is that. When the the people that did do these interviews and talk to several different outlets, you know, and people are questioning them about, you know, why did they come up with the the not guilty on all counts? Um, when clearly, you know, he did something that was terribly wrong and is somebody's life cost for it, he should pay. Um, was something that the judge was, you know, hammering the, hammering into their heads, which is you know, the judge's responsibility, I guess, is that they have to follow the law. And according to the law, the way it's written, and this is written, you know, across the board in every state, 
is once that cop fears for his life, doesn't matter the scenario. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter if they have a weapon or not. doesn't matter what their intent is. If the cop fears for his life, it's okay for him to shoot and kill you. No matter what. Well, the instant that the cop gets on the stand and says, I feared for my life, it's game over. Yeah. So these pussy jurors decided to put somebody's life, you know, lower than the law, even though they know. I mean, looking at some of the interviews, you could tell that they they don't like the idea that they had to go with that, but they had to go with that because that's the law. I don't know. I I still look at it like I understand. But laws the, are not necessarily moral. Well, that, that's what people need to separate. You know, I mean, Nazi Germany had laws that were not moral at all. Well, I mean, yeah. But hey, they were just <laughs> doing their jobs. They were just following the law, putting those Jews in the concentration camps. They were just following the law, Michael. Yeah. They're not bad people. Well, I mean, that's an extreme example. Well, it's maybe not that extreme. <laughs> Because, I mean, they're able to kill, an, uh, you know, a black man for no fucking reason. Like, you know, we talked about on the show, what person with the intent to shoot a police officer is going to sit there and say, sir, I have to inform you that I have a firearm on me. Now I'm going to pull it out and shoot at you. Yeah. Hold, <laughs> like, give me a... Hey, dude. What? Hey, hold on. I got a gun. I'm going to shoot you. Just give me a fucking second. I got to like, pull it nobody. out. Like, nobody. Yeah, this, this pussy-ass cop said he was put on edge whenever he walked up to the vehicle and he could smell marijuana. That, and then said that once he said he had a firearm, he got tunnel vision and didn't hear anything. Yeah. So I don't know if you watched the dash cam video. I did. The prosecution released it because they know that this is a bullshit fucking verdict. So they released it. And yeah, you could see him. He's just like, don't go for it. He's like, I'm not going for it. Yeah, you don't go him. for it. Don't go for it. Bop, 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 and just shoots the fuck out of this guy for no fucking reason whatsoever. And you have to know that the jury saw that too. I, I don't care what the law states. I understand in the past when we didn't have, you know, video cameras, they didn't have body cams, dash cams, all this stuff, picking it up. You really didn't have a choice. I mean, it's almost like you went by the cop's ward, which, I mean, we've known. I mean, <laughs> yeah. for I mean for decades and stuff, the cops are full of shit. I mean, oh, of course, they're they're gonna protect the blue. They back the blue. It's the brotherhood thing. But now that they have with with the cameras and stuff, and we had not, of course. I mean, I know the video that his girlfriend taped, that Diamond Girl taped after the fact. It didn't show what happened beforehand, so you can't really get anything from that. But then when, like you said, the date was it the next day after the damn verdict? Yeah, they released it. I, that came out, and it's so clear. I mean, he goes, uh, that whole, I don't know. I mean, he didn't walk up and say, hey, I can smell fucking pot, you guys in here. You know, he just walked up, and he's like, hey, you know, pulled you over because you brake light, blah, blah, blah. And he said, like, the pleasantries. I mean, there, there's no weirdness going on. He asked the information, and then you hear the guy speak up, and he's like, hey, officer, I need to inform you, you know, I have a firearm. And then the cop's like, he pauses for a second. He's like, well, he goes, did he say, like, don't show it to me? Or before he said, said, don't go for it. Yeah, don't go for it. And you can hear the guy clearly. He's like, no, I'm not going for it. I'm just letting you know. Don't go for it. And then he just starts shooting. It's literally between the time he says it until the time the cop shoots him is about. Well, it's because the cop said, you know, I need your license and registration. Yeah. So he was, as he's reaching for his wallet, that's when he said, I have to let you know that I have a firearm. 
So he's reaching towards his wallet, and then the cop automatically assumes that he's reaching for his gun for some yeah. reason because he literally said firearm. I I don't know. I mean, to me that that was a pretty clear cut. And there's another cop on the other side of the yeah. of the car. <laughs> Didn't have his weapon drawn. And it was like, what the fuck? No, I mean he's staring in the car. I assume. I mean, it's hard to tell from that angle. I don't know. I mean, it looks like he's staring right into the other side of the car where the guy is. Like, he would have had a better angle at his hands and see if they were moving or not than the cop on the other side. Yeah, and he showed no signs of aggression. And then just the way that dude fucking pulled his gun out and just fucking goddamn dirty Harry throwing it. And it's like he's throwing the bullets at it. Just crank him. Just pop, pop, pop. I mean, what do you see? Seven times? Yeah. There's a fucking woman in the car. There's a kid in the car. He just unloads like a fucking madman. It's like... If you're that freaked out, I think maybe one shot, probably do it. I mean, you're three feet away from the guy. You're supposed to be a trained professional. I would think you'd be able to, uh, you know, shoot him in the arm or, you know, or do something to keep him from going for the gun that he just informed you that he had (laughs) and said, I am not going for it. Yeah. So I don't want to be fucking like anti-victim in this case, but maybe if you're a black dude and you're carrying a gun, you get pulled over for a stop. Maybe don't say anything. No, because they, they, <laughs> no, they but, feel like they have to because... No, but he wasn't... Okay, so he pulled, but the woman was driving. He was getting her information. It's like maybe you just think to yourself, okay, I've got this weapon. It's hidden. He can't see it. I'm not fucking saying anything. I'm just going to sit here quiet. I'm not saying shit. No, she... Just let her deal with this She wasn't driving. brake light. What, wasn't she? He was driving. I thought she was driving. I thought no. from her camera thought it looked like he was the one in the driver's. He was the one in the driver's seat. Yeah. Oh well, fuck me. I, I fucking read that wrong. I thought. Why would they ask for talking. the license and registration from the passenger? I thought he was talking to her at first. I no. thought it was her voice. That, no, know, he was talking I, to him. I have to go back and look at it. Still, I wouldn't fucking say anything. I'd been like, uh, yeah, here's my shit. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking do this. I mean, he says for a brake line, like, you know, he's probably not going to fucking shoot me over the brake yeah. line. <laughs> Let's just fucking come. I look, man, I, this is my problem with guns anyway. I don't see the point in having them. I think it's. Pointless. Well, you had to have one because of the neighborhood that he lives in. It's a really shitty neighborhood. Yeah, but man, it, we've done so many statistics and stuff. And I mean, I know everybody's like, oh, I need it for protection. I need it for this and that. But statistically speaking, if you own a gun, you're chan- automatically more in danger. Well, I mean, okay, just look at it this way. You know, it's like I know every once in a while because the NRA and gun nuts love to tout it when there is an actual story where, hey, you know, this fucking guy was robbing this store and the other dude had the gun the and he stopped the robber. Okay, I mean, I understand that does happen occasionally. But those stories are far less than, hey, I left my fucking gun on my nightstand and my kid got a hold of it and fucking shot himself or shot his brother or sister. I mean, you have, it's like that. It's like the business world. It's cost-benefit analysis. Let's look at statistics and we'll just show you that for that one in a million chance that that gun's actually going to protect you or you're going to be able to help someone out with it, there's about a fucking... You know, hundred, you know, and and like a fucking hundred thousand chance that somebody that near and dear to you is going to fucking hurt themselves with that weapon, or you know, in this case, I mean, it's like, yeah, he had it legally, from what I know, and he informed the police officer and everything. That's fine, but dude, it's just these cops now. Like we talked about before, it's like it's almost in some aspects. 
I, you, it's hard to go against cops because they they know that everybody's got guns or potentially has guns on the street now. So I know they're more on edge, but that's part of the job, man. You have to understand these are the fucking laws. You know, yeah. if you don't like it, then when Trump runs for president, all these police forces and stuff who backed Trump, <laughs> knowing he's a big NRA guy and he wants more guns on the streets, it's like stupid. Yeah, it's like why are you doing that to yourself? Shouldn't you want You're more automatically pro- making your job harder That's what I'm and saying. more stressful? Wouldn't you want politicians who want to take assault weapons off yeah. the street or you know kibosh the size of magazines and I don't know? It's I didn't really want to go on gun so much, but since we didn't no, talk it, last week, it was week, interesting. I mean, I living up in Minnesota, you know that the Flando Castile case is a big deal. They talk oh, yeah. about it all the time on NPR and stuff, um, and they were talking about it after the verdict. Um, they had a um, uh, an army vet who was in Iraq and Afghanistan, and they were talking about like their protocols and their their basic laws of rules of engagement. They're like, look, you know, when we see somebody, even if they have a weapon, they still have to have show the intent to use it for us to actually confront them. They're like, so they're yeah. They're like, so. In a wartime scenario, mm-hmm. we have stricter rules on engagement than cops do pulling over people for traffic stops. Yep. He's like, that's fucking crazy to me. No, that was a very interesting point, I thought. I, yeah, I mean, it... Because over, over in Afghanistan, like, imagine Flan- <laughs> Yanez, the police officer... Being over in Afghanistan, he would shoot every motherfucker he saw. <laughs> he would be so terrified I think a lot, of every a lot of single person. <clears throat> yeah, I. They they've definitely got to change that around. I mean, there's got to be some form of intent. I mean, I don't like that shit. Like, oh, they're cops, therefore they're above the law, or there's different rules for them. I there I just, are different rules for them. I, I just don't, as of right now. Like I said, if it's. There's no video foot like in this case. There's so much video footage of it, the before and the after that you can easily see what he said happened didn't really happen. In that case, I think it that part of it should be null and void. Then it comes down to a he's a fucking person. This is another person. Here's the dispute. This is what took place. You know, do you see this is basically a self? You know, like I'm. It's like people with guns out. Like we talk about people on the street, you know, like you fucking shoot your neighbor or something. You can claim like self-defense. It's like, did you see this as a self-defense? Did you think this cop was defending himself from death with this guy, with his, (laughs) with his woman and the child in the car as he's telling the police officer, Hey motherfucker, I've got a gun. So relax i'm letting you say it like that he said no no i know know he did he was very very respectful respectful. i'm saying just from because it's just i'm just shitty because the fucking cops get away so much it just i'm like goddamn asshole it's like uh officer sir i've got this uh weapon it's like even after uh the that dick fucking unloaded his whole fucking magazine and that guy like his girlfriend's filming the after fact and she's still sir yes sir and everything to the cop not screaming like you motherfucker you just killed my man she's like yes sir i don't know why did you do this sir it's like uh because he's a jittery cunt that shouldn't have been a fucking police officer yeah how about that one and then there wasn't there some information that came out about him after the fact yanez yeah wasn't there something like he had had an issue before something yeah yeah he um 
what was it? I think somebody like uh, they got very close to broadsiding him while he was at a traffic stop, mm. and he pursued the person very aggressively. <laughs> and they actually, I remember, you know, they did the report on NPR on this. Mm-hmm. And they played the audio tape like after the fact, like after he had chased down the guy, beat the shit out of him, um, and you know they pulled him off of him and told him to go calm down. The audio kept going, and Yanez is sitting there for fifteen minutes, just breathing extremely heavy, <laughs> like ridiculous, like mm-hmm. for fifteen minutes, just. <sighs> 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 And they just they played it in his entirety to kind of prove a point that this guy was unstable, very very unstable. Well, I think I tweeted afterwards. Look for him to show up in the Trump administration pretty soon. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he's got a job waiting for him. He's he's fine. He'll be in Homeland Security somewhere. Yeah, he'll he'll be working with Jeff Sessions on stop and frisk. Yeah. Oh my God. They'll put yeah. I was gonna say they'll put him down on the border on federal stop and frisk. No problems. Um, the only other thing, because since we we're talking about this, since we didn't do a show last week, just quick point out. And I saw this going around Twitter after the fact. People pointed this out that congressional shooting. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Scalise, the representative, got shot because I know this was like a meme thing. Like people on social media are passing around, but the news. I never heard anybody on the news say this. But it's pretty funny. He's one of these guys that we talked about um, the Republicans passing a thing to make it easier for people with mental illness and stuff to carry weapons. Yeah. He was one of the ones that voted for that. He's one of the ones that voted about uh, magazine restriction stuff. He's hardcore NRA, you know, fucking everybody can carry around goddamn, you know, M16s and AK-47s with 30 round clips if they want. You know, he's fine with it. And I thought it was kind of and i know this comes off bad but a little bit poetic justice that you know he was shot by a fucking psychopath who had a history of abuse yeah the guy which we've talked about this before because canada does this um if yeah, you, he had uh, domestic uh, abuse yes on if this you record. have yeah like i think he beat his daughter and fucking did weird shit with her so it's like if you over there and other places do this if you have a history of domestic abuse domestic violence you can't get a firearm Plus he had, they said, you know, extended magazine and stuff. So it's like all the things that this motherfucker's recently been voting for to kiss the NRA's ass basically come back to bite him in the ass. And the, you know, they praised the DC cops afterwards for stopping it. And I'm like, eh, maybe they could have held on to pulling the guns for a little bit. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, we don't want anybody to get hurt, wink, wink, but, you know, the Republican <laughs> congressman. But no, but. The thing was, it was funny, is because he's very anti-gay. This dude's a racist. He's fucking homophobic, very anti-gay from Louisiana stuff. I mean, they call him like the the other David Duke in Louisiana yeah. stuff. He's had like that nickname. Like he's done events with that motherfucker. So he, this dude's a total piece of shit, this Scalise. And the cops that saved his ass, one was a black woman who's a lesbian, and the other was just another, I think, Hispanic or black male, too. Two of the cops. Yeah. And I think the black one was the one that they said that was the one that did the most. And she, like, threw out the first pitch at their game or something they had the next day, their little congressional game. And I'm just thinking to myself, that's pretty much says it all. A nut who shouldn't have had a gun, you know, because he had mental problems, 
using types of weapons that probably, sh- maybe the weapons not so much, but the magazines should have been banned. Um, saved by a lesbian black woman. Everything, you know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. it couldn't be more perfect. And when that motherfucker gets healed up, and gets back to Congress, the first thing he's going to do is vote for more shit to fuck over gay people and minorities and give more fucking gun rights, you know. <laughs> and you know that's what's going to happen. It's just like, sometimes you got to be a better shot. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> motherfuckers, I know it's, it's terrible to say that because I uh, know people will give me shit. Like, oh, also, and like we got a comment on our Facebook from someone give me shit about the whole taxation thing and stuff last week. I didn't respond to him. I was going to do it on the show, but I didn't have time to pull the stuff. So if that broad listens again, uh, listen next week and I'll go through oh, the stuff to, yeah. to explain to you what I meant by it. Because I just threw yeah, out a general busy. statement. I was busy and I got caught up with shit. So. She wrote a goddamn uh, book. Yeah, there was a lot to unpack. And I just, I got to go through it because there are, because uh, I just threw out general things, you know, about the whole like 90% under Eisenhower and stuff. And I need to, I need to walk her through that to try and explain some stuff to her what I meant. I don't mean we should go back to 90% fucking taxation on people. That's For not, rich, yeah. Even that much is we don't need, but yes, there's but there's certain things like we need a more progressive system. They don't need all that money. Tax the fuck out of them. <laughs> well, I, but but Eric, you know why people are always against that? Because people like us are always like, one day I may be rich like that, no, and I don't want to. Won't. T- I know you won't. You won't. Yeah, it, fuck it's, them. It's, it's the same. It's rare. People. The rich stay rich, and they stay rich yeah, for a reason. Yeah, they tax the fuck out of them. <laughs> but. But uh, I'll I'll go over that and I'll try and explain my point of view to you next week and to the other listeners. But this week I'm not fucking doing yeah. it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant to I meant to respond, but I kind of did want to do like a a little segment on one of the shows going yeah. over that. So that'll be that'll be next uh, week. Next week, sometime whenever we do the show. Well, um, you'll be you'll be back up there. Yeah. I'm off, I'm off all next weekend, so we'll do we'll definitely have a show next weekend. And I got to do another one for myself too. Yeah, I haven't done an episode in a while. I, I know you one. did. I finally put one out after a month. <laughs> I got on it. Um, yeah, I wanted to go over this as well because uh, we took off a week and stuff, and so we haven't gotten caught up. But uh, up. so uh, earlier this month, Trump let the press in to a cabinet meeting. Who let the press um, in? Involved each member that just instead of doing what was supposed to be quick updates on their respective departments turned into all of them just kissing his ass. Yeah. They whipped out the knee pads. Starting out with Pence, who said, it's the greatest privilege of my life to serve as vice president to a president who is keeping his word to the American people. Mr. Do you think he's keeping his word to the American people? Mr. Trump, your, your jizz tastes so salty in my mouth. I love it. Um, Elaine Chow, the transport, uh, transport secretary said, uh, I want to thank you for getting this country moving again. We thank you for the opportunity and blessing to serve your agenda. Oh Jesus. And it just kind of round robined all of that where they're just all sucking his dick (laughs) and paying their respects to their Supreme overlord, Mr. Trump. It, it reminded me of like North Korea. And what they do with their leaders there, how it's just nothing yeah. but praise and worship and how they're the greatest thing ever. And, you know, they're gods. 
They are gods amongst men. That's true. That are proving their their greatness by all the great deeds that they do for their people. You know, the first time that Kim Jong Il played golf, the father, not the one, the fat ass running at the show now. Um, he played eighteen round uh, holes of golf and got twelve holes in one. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> true story. That's what they say. True story coming out of North Korea. <laughs> that's what their that's what their news said. So. But I mean, what it was? Oh, glorious leader! Like when I was watching it, it was really funny. But then after it was all over, it scared the shit out of me. Really did because. That shows how insecure this fucking man is. That he has to... It's not just that he has to get his cabinet together to say these wonderful things about his piece of shit agenda <laughs> that's going absolutely terrible and it's going to wreck our fucking economy. That's not it's true. It's going to wreck our fucking environment. He said he's done more in the first six millions, months than any president ever. Millions of people are going to lose their health insurance. Oh, he's going to insure everybody. Um, He said that. So not not only does he have to do that, he also brings the press in for all the world to witness his greatness. <laughs> that is terrifying, people. That is really scary to think that this man is so insecure that he has to make sure that the world knows how great he is by forcing his cabinet to show their greatness to him. That's ridiculous. I don't know. I was going to have you start doing that at the beginning of every show. Just talk about how great you are. Tell me how great I am and how much you love doing this with me. And oh, I'm so delighted. I'm so glad that you, you allow me to do you, this. Show. You you took me in off the gu- in, out of the gutters and and brushed me off and brought me into this show. Uh, yes, 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 sir. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Your your infinite wisdom and knowledge has brought me so much joy. I uh. You know, the new goal on the show is to try to fucking avoid talking about Trump as much as we can until the end of the show. Oh, and, sorry. And get our head. No, we're, ha- we're, about, we're halfway through it. It's okay. Um, the only thing I, I wanted to kind of bring up about him is um, yesterday they did that. Um, he did an interview with Fox and Friends, but that's his favorite show on television. If you guys don't follow him on Twitter, you're not aware of this, but he tweets a lot of stuff about Fox and Friends. He loves those fuckers. So... One of the 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 girl on the show now, not the one that um, Roger Ailes used to fucking molest and then quit and wrote a book about it and sued the shit out of him, cost him his job. Not that one. They got a new blonde in there now that's dumb as shit and fucking toes the company line. So she was uh, interviewing him and he was explaining the Comey tapes, which of course they came out and he said that there, there are no tapes, which no shit, motherfucker. Yeah. Like we knew this. And so he's already said, I fired him because of the Russia thing. Yep. Um, Obstruct the justice. We have this on tape yeah, and video. I, he, you know, asked for his loyalty. But I mean, all the different things, you know, the weirdness. And then it was the funniest thing because I know that there's the people in the bubble. There's the, the people that only listen to Fox News or read, you know, right part of those fucked up websites. So they, they only get that side of the story. And if they're listening to it, he's telling them, yeah, like, yeah, I lied about those tapes because I wanted to make sure that Comey would tell the truth. Because I, 
you know, because he was saying one story. And then when I said that there's tapes out there, then he changed the story and he told the truth. And I was just like, first of all, he fired Comey. There was dead silence for a couple of weeks. Comey never said shit. Then he put out the tweet saying that he had tapes about Comey because there was, you know, leaks in the media that Comey yeah. was, you know, saying stuff. Had about documents how, and stuff and wrote down like after every meeting. But nothing had came out yet. Like the yeah. the information had come out. So he put that out. And then literally within a couple of days, those memos got released. Comey gave them to his friend and released to the news media. And everything that they said, you know, we had three conversations. Every time he asked me about the investigation, asked me to drop the Flynn investigation, asked me about... I mean, everything he said in those memos, when he testified under oath, you know, weeks later, he said almost everything that he that was in those memos, word for word. There's really not a lot of new information that came out. Yeah. The only thing that I found interesting about the whole thing is when he actually said that he did that purposely, he wrote those memos after he talked to Trump because he knew the man and that he was a liar and he said he is a liar (laughs) under oath the fbi director said the president's a fucking liar so i knew i had to write these notes i love that that was my favorite part of the whole hearings um but anyway it's funny it's like trump is such a fucking psychopath it's like he doesn't understand the only reason comey even came out in the first place and put those memos out there for everybody to see is because he said he had tapes and comey even said when he said he had tapes, he goes, I knew I had to get my story out because if his side was the only side that came out, I knew it would be lies. Yeah. So then Trump's like, yeah, well, because I told everybody that there's tapes, then he had to tell the truth. So he told the truth. It's like, so everything he said was the truth about you telling him to drop the <laughs> investigation. Needing loyalty. <laughs> needing loyalty. Um, you know, he even fucking said, again, they asked him, why do you think you're fighting? Well, because of Russia, because he said that on national TV. <laughs> so that's the only reason I think. So it's like, all that is true. So he says you obstructed justice. Now you're saying that you did obstruct justice because everything he said was true. Okay, thanks. And you said that you said there were tapes to try to intimidate him, basically, to get him to say a correct story. So you were trying to intimidate a witness. So that's another fucking charge against you. Yeah. It's like, thanks, dude. You're building the greatest case of all time. On yourself. So now can the Republicans finally say, okay, maybe there wasn't collusion with Russia as opposed to the whole you know, trying to th- rig the election thing. I mean, that's still being investigated. And I've said this before. There may have been with some people in his admin that were working for him and he didn't know about it because he's such a fucking psychopath. And even if he did, I think his fucking dementia would, he probably would have forgot about it by now anyway. Yeah. But everything other than that, that deals with Russia, he has committed fucking crimes because in his head, like I said before, he can't accept the fact that he didn't win the popular vote and he barely won that electoral college, even with all these outside factors that were working in his favor and it just he can't handle it because he's such a fucking he thinks he's such a macho guy that you know everything's about me and nothing i ever say or do is wrong and you know you can't prove that i did this wrong or that i'm wrong about anything it's like i almost don't know if he's lying because i think in his head it doesn't matter if he says two different things in one sentence i think he believes both of them (laughs) i mean i'm really to this point where i think i don't think he 
I mean, what, what's the fucking word for it? There's like a clinical expression for like those people who they lie and they believe everything they're saying. Like they constantly lie like that, but they actually don't believe that they're lying. There's like a, there's like a fucking psychological term for it, a clinical term. Um, but that's him, dude. That's him in a nutshell. I really think at this point, cause we've been watching this shit for a year and a half now from him. I think everything that comes out of his mouth, he believes. I mean, that's not a defense. He's still a fucking lying sack yeah. of shit, and he's still committing crimes. But I'm just saying, the dude, he, he's he's bad off. There's major fucking mental issues with that thing. <laughs> that sub-fucking-human motherfucker. I, I don't know if he... I mean, I think there are definitely some lies that he definitely believes. But I, I don't know. I mean, well, maybe not all. I mean, I'm a little hyperbolic, but I think most of the shit he just says, I think he believes his own nonsense. Nah, I, I don't, I'm not sure about that because I mean, he's he's clearly not doing what he said he was going to do. So it's like, how can he not see the results of what he's doing? I don't know, man. I just. It's like this healthcare bill. I know what you're saying. You know, he was out during the election. Oh, we're the, we're going to pass better health insurance. Everybody's going to be covered and it's going to be lower premiums. And this shit that the Senate and the House are trying to throw out now kicks, you know, they're saying anywhere between 18, 20 some million people. Premiums are going to go through the roof for people over like the age of 45, 50 up to retirement age. You know, it's going to gut almost a trillion dollars out of Medicaid. Which people are just like, oh, that's just a bunch of poor people sucking off the fucking government tit. Well, no, that's uh, military veterans. That's fucking disabled people. That I mean, it's not just, you know, a bunch of fucking spares. And plus, it is working poor. I know it's hard to believe, but there are people out there who have jobs that don't make enough. <laughs> yeah. They're still under the poverty line, and they have and they, children stuff, and they get Medicaid so they can have insurance for them. I mean, it's a it's crazy concept, you know, but... It is the facts. Yeah. I mean, corporations don't want to pay people enough to have a living wage. Their, their CEO's got to make too much money, you know, so they can go and buy a 20-car garage and fill it with a whole bunch of expensive-ass cars that they aren't, they're only going to drive a couple of times. And, I, and then we have jackasses that say we shouldn't tax them. You know, it's like when you see this, I mean... I'm going to put away like the diehard Trump fans because those people are just, they're the fucking worst of the worst and there's nothing's going to change them. They're the people that we need to get rid of in this country. Um, we need to break this country in about three parts and we need to separate and separate some people out. But you know, it's like I watched that election, that special election in Georgia where that handle broad beat Ossoff and it's the same thing. This is what the fourth or fifth fucking runoff election. Yeah. And Democrats keep losing. I know every time they're like, well, we lost by 20 points in the last election. And we only lost by four or five this time. It's major. You still lost. It's like losing is losing. You're not. And with this bad, when you look at this healthcare bill and you look at the no action taken from Trump, all the lies. And like I said, it's not just him lying and believing himself, but then all the Republicans back him up on everything. That's why I'm saying it's almost like he's got that backup. It's like he says crazy shit, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's good, he's fine. He's no, he's not lying. He's he's fine." 
And these are supposed to be the sane ones, you know, these senators like a McConnell or a Ryan or people that have been around for a long time and are in the leadership of the Republican Party. They need to, you, they, at least you think they'd stand up on some of this bullshit and say, okay, look, this isn't what our party stands for. This is what we're for. But they are evil. The Republicans are a fucking evil party. They don't give a shit. They want to dismantle Medicaid. And that's all this is. And I said this a couple months ago when the House was doing the bill. This bill is only about two things, giving money to rich people and destroying Medicaid. Check, check. And that fucking Karen Handel, John Ossoff phrase, if all the shit that Trump's been doing, and when I, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I, I do the politics things all the time. Like I said, I'm at work and I'll listen to shit. I actually listened to some of their debate because um, I like torture myself. And she was a terrible candidate. I mean, she had no answers for anything. Every time she got a question, all she would do is say, you know, this guy doesn't live in our district. He's not one of us. He's a Pelosi liberal. He's a Pelosi liberal. She said that in every answer. He's a Pelosi liberal. And then she made the thing, I don't know if you heard it, where they asked her about, you know, wages and everything. And she said she didn't believe in a livable wage. What? (laughs) Yeah. They're talking, you know, about. You know, just the fact that wages are stagnant. There's nothing with incomes and this and that. She doesn't believe in a livable wage? I mean, some Republicans don't believe we should have a minimum wage. I mean, I've heard that. I mean, there's several that have said that. We should abolish a minimum wage. I've never heard someone say she doesn't believe in a livable wage. And she said that. She was brought up on corruption charges before. She's been in politics for a long time. She was a part of the Susan G. Komen Foundation, which is a joke. Oh, yeah. That's That's, a big fucking joke. um, We went over that on this podcast. And they tried to um, kill funding for Planned Parenthood and stuff. That was a big push that she made when she was running Susan G. Komen. She's a horrible fucking person. I mean, she's just a fucking cunt. And the fact that she still won that election. And John Ossoff was a young guy. There's no doubt. He's only like 30, you know, and he looks like a kid. But I listened to him talk, and he was impressive. I mean, he knew his stuff. I mean, he blew her out of the water. And it's just the fact that people vote. It's like that party thing. Like, I get it, man. And I've said this before. I always vote Democrat over Republican because I don't believe anything Republicans stand for. But, and I wasn't a Hillary fan. Everybody who listens to the show knows that. But she wasn't terrible. She, I thought she was, she had too many flaws. And I thought, you know, just there's too much blood on her and stuff that from the Republicans. And even if it's bullshit stuff like Benghazi and stuff, it's just too much on her. And it, I knew it was going to hurt her chances in the general because they'd slimed her so bad over 30 years. But if we would have ran Trump, I wouldn't have voted for Trump. If he ran as a Democrat, I wouldn't have voted for him. Oh, hell no. I would have, I mean, I might have not have voted, you know. I mean, I might have been that dick that just said, fuck it, I'm not going to vote this time because I can't vote Republican because I don't believe in their shit. But I could not have fucking voted for Trump. (laughs) Oh, no, pussy wants to come in and say hi to you, Eric. (laughs) What's up, pussy? Um. I just, it makes me insane that people can fucking vote Republican still. I just, I, I've gotten fights with so many people, man, whether it be on Twitter, Facebook, in person. And I always ask them, like, what the hell have Republicans done in the modern era? We'll say in the last 30 years that have benefited the majority of Americans. What is one piece of legislation they have passed or they have championed that has helped? I can't think of one fucking thing that they've done. 
You know, even with Obama, he took so much shit in the Democrats. Like I said this before, man, for passing healthcare. It's like they knew that healthcare was going to be unpopular to pass. And people are fucking freaking out. Republicans are fucking death panels and all this. And you're going to lose your fucking healthcare and your doctor. And it's fucking going to turn into communist fucking China and all this shit. And they knew when they voted for it, they got is no Republicans voted, all Democrats. They knew that they were going to take a big hit and they lost the house. They lost the fucking Senate. They lost all these seats and they haven't recovered from it since. But they did that because it was the right thing to do. Even though it was a shitty, Obamacare is a shitty program. It's a start to building something better. I mean, I, I don't know if I necessarily say it's shitty. It was shitty for rich people. No, no, no. I just mean as far as like they had the numbers. If all the Democrats would have worked together, if they would have shared the same brain like Republicans do, they could have ramrodded single payer through. Oh, they had yeah, the numbers. Yeah. No, no, no. I understand that. Yeah, they definitely could have done better. But trying to make everybody happy, the the conservative Democrats and trying to make some of the moderate Republicans happy, they kept fucking with it. And then they got to the program where that, which like I said, is still a million times better than what we had before. Yeah. And it's a start. That's a shitload better than what fucking Republicans are going to throw down our throats. I, you know what? They're all. Some people are so happy. They're like, oh man, there's like five Republicans that are against it so far. It's like, yeah, uh, they're against it because it doesn't go far enough. Yeah, you cunts. There's four of them. Ted Cruz, fucking our great senator. Obamacare light. Yeah, him. Uh, fucking Johnson from Ohio. I can't remember the fucking cunt Lee from Utah. And uh, fuck, I can't remember the other one. Rand Paul. Those four. The only reason they're against it is like, like you said, because. It doesn't make big enough cuts to Medicaid. It fuck enough people in the ass. Now, the only one that's legitimate against it, who just came out, was Dean Heller out of Nevada. Okay. The reason he's against it is because Nevada has been a blue state the last couple of elections. Hillary actually won Nevada by a few points. He's and he's got a guy right now, I think on the right, even running up against him. So he's got a challenger. He can't vote for this. It's not because he's not for it. That motherfucker is just looking out for his seat. That's all yeah. he cares about. It's not about doing what's right. It's about, man, I want to keep my fucking seat. So, this is going to get passed. Those four assholes are going to flip and go back to do it. Because this is the one chance they got. They'll probably go in and they'll tweak a couple little things and make it worse. And they'll be like, okay. And then they'll fucking they'll say, okay, well they fixed it enough where now it it, it hurts more people, so we'll vote for it. <laughs> it's gonna get passed. And you know what? At this point, I'm fucking like fine. You know what? Let's fucking pass Trump care. Fuck Obamacare. Let's get rid of it. Let's gut Medicaid. I want these big tax cuts because that's next on the agenda. The only reason they're doing this now is because it's a budgetary thing. They have to get the health care done first and chop all these taxes out of the Obamacare for the wealthy so they can move on to the actual tax breaks they want so they can cut more fucking taxes. So I hope they get everything done. I want them to do it all because I want the fucking country to fucking fall apart and collapse. And then I'm going to get my fucking kids out of high school here in the next couple of years. And then I'm going to give them the option to say, you guys can move to Australia with us or you can fucking stay here. <laughs> I already told the wife, I was like, get your fucking international nursing license. We're getting the fuck out of here. I'm done with it. I'm just rooting for total collapse because I, I, I was talking to this one girl I work with and she goes, well, you know, we got four years. Trump's not going to get reelected. And then, you know, and we'll get some Democrats probably get the Senate or something back next time. And then they can basically put a tourniquet on anything else he can do for the last two years. And then we get him out of office. And I'm like, you don't understand. 
the fact that he got elected, that's changed the game. Yep. And the way the Republicans are acting, he what he's done with this obstruction and all this other shit is on par with Nixon. The difference was when Nixon was in office, even the Republicans knew he was wrong and they tried to help impeach him. They did the investigations, they worked with the Democrats, yeah. and they all you don't have that anymore. It's so partisan. These Republicans just want power so bad. They want to control that seat that they're going to fight to keep him there no matter what he does. So the system is fucking a disaster, and I don't think we can ever turn it around now. I have given up complete hope in this country. Yeah. Oh, I mean, these, these fucking cunts, they, they don't get it. They, they have cushy lives. They don't fucking... I mean, they say that they go around and see the day-to-day from the American people and whatever, but no. you have to remember that they ha- they live in a whole other bubble than what most of us do. They have lobbyists that visit them all the damn time and just tell them what's going on in the world and blah, blah, blah. And they believe it is fact because that's all they're being told. Um, and they're just fucking morons. Or they get their pockets aligned and they just don't give a shit because, hey, I'm, you know, I'm getting wealthy and I got a nice cushy job and I get, I get health care for my family and all that stuff. So... I think we should turn the table and just say, okay, we don't get health care. You don't get health care. That's the way it should be. That's what they're saying when they're pushing the long care thing. They're like, well, why don't we just... You don't believe in a living wage? You don't get a living wage. Now you have to be a public servant for peanuts. How you like them apples? You know, like that fucking uh, jackass. I know I talked about him. The uh, I think he's from Idaho. Uh, Raul Labrador. Yeah, I remember the name. Um, he's the one that said that we shouldn't. Uh, um, damn it! What what was the original one? I can't remember. Oh, it was uh, paid family leave. Yeah. Um, and then whenever he was confronted because he claimed himself as a businessman. Yeah. And did you give paid family leave? And he did not. So yeah. it's like, wait a minute. So you're saying that you didn't give paid family leave because you didn't have to, and then saying that we shouldn't force people to give paid family leave because they'll do the right thing. Yep. Like, no, you just gave an example for why we need to force them to do it. Yep. He was at it again. He was talking to his constituents, and somebody said that, you know, you throw this in, you put this bill through, you are killing Americans. And he came out with a genius line and said, nobody ever died from not having access to health care. <laughs> I saw that. Like, and like there were boos, but you could actually hear the people in the crowd laugh. They're like, "Is this guy for fucking real?" <laughs> I saw that. Did he footage. literally just say that? He just said that. Yeah. No. Hey, surprise! People do die from not having access to healthcare. You jackass. Well, we're about to find out. If when you Trump can't afford it, you fucking die. Hey, man. Like I said. It's going to pass. Get ready for it. I'm calling it now. It will pass. It, it, I mean, it might not be the exact bill they have in right yeah. now. They will make some changes to it, but it's not going to make it better. I guarantee you. It I'm will glad not I have be a job. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I have. I'm glad me and my wife both have jobs that, for that, decent. Yeah, that gives decent health care. Yeah, me too. Holy shit. I feel for it. They said, and I don't know what the percentages is. I heard this the other night, but. About a fifth of Americans are on Medicaid or some form of yeah. You know, so it's gonna. I know a huge number of births are on Medicaid. Forty nine percent of births. Jesus. So. I Good know, luck, man. women. Start <laughs> bitches. Good luck. You you better start making your men wear fucking rubbers or get them tubes tied or something. Cause good luck. You're gonna be fucking 
going into goddamn back. Well, I was gonna say we won't be doing the back alley abortions. They can still do that for right now until. I was about to say it's coming though. Until <laughs> can it? Goddamn, there's so much. I, it, Jesus Christ, that, that will be coming. Yeah, I mean, let's not even get into this now. We'll wait till next week and see if it happens. But just on that note, there's rumors that Kennedy may be retiring very shortly. And if he does, I do just want to say this. He's always known as the swing vote on the Supreme Court, the moderate. Fuck, that's bullshit. He votes with the fucking conservative justices about 80 fucking percent of the time. So he's... He's not a fucking, he's not a swing vote. He's a goddamn conservative anyway. The problem is when he leaves, you're going to get another Scalia fucking type that's going to be extreme right wing. And since they already blew up that rule in the Senate, they only need 51 votes again. So whoever they want to put up, they'll put up the most right wing motherfucker they can and they'll get them through. So um, that means that there's a strong conservative majority. And guess what? The last one that we just added on, he, Gorsuch, very fucking anti-abortion. I mean, there's papers he's written that basically say it. They get another one like him on, Roe versus Wade may be gone. But we'll talk about that later. Um, if there's some other stuff you want to get into, we can, but I just... No, I got nothing else. We're getting to the end. I just want to finish this off. This is the... the we uh, we used to do a lot more religious talk, but Trump fucking has ruined everything in our lives. So... <laughs> Uh, this is a quick hitter. I just want to say, remember the fucking ark that was built in Kentucky? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's failing miserably. Aww. They're not making any money. And we talked about at the time. Why um, aren't they making money? I don't know, man. They All, no, There aren't enough good Christians that are making family trips to well, go see the, the fake ark? Yeah. It, so they I, can brainwash their kids a little bit more into a religion that's meaningless? I don't. I can't understand it either. I, Ken Ham said that it was going to be one of the greatest attractions, and they expected to get like three to five fucking million people visiting a year. And I think last year they only had like a million people visit, which is way under numbers, which is still a lot. That still blows my mind. Yeah, that that's many still a lot of people. Fucking morons went to that shit i mean i actually told you i wanted to go just for the fucking to make fun of it the nope. whole time i'm <laughs> not giving them any money but, but then yeah, i looked at the prices and they're charging like goddamn like 60 or 70 bucks i'm like no nah, I'll, I'll go get a hooker it's more <laughs> worth my money no but they so kentucky gave them 18 million dollars in fucking tax breaks and what we pitched the bitch about it at the time we're like this is oh, a religious yeah, right. thing you can't do it. so anyway they're saying because they're saying, oh, well, between the construction and all the people they're going to hire to run and stuff, it's going to benefit the community and stuff. And now they're saying because it's doing literally like about a third, less than a third of the amount of tourist business and stuff, they're losing money on it and it's not really helping the economy. So good taxpayer dollars. Surprise, spent surprise. And shitty Kentucky, which Kentucky, uh, fun little fact, has one of the poorest counties in America that has it's a it's a all white county <laughs> pretty much it's like Oswego or something I can't remember the name of it this is from a story we did like literally a couple years ago and they have the highest amount of people on welfare and 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 fucking food stamps and all that shit and 92% of that county votes Republican I was about time. saying they probably <laughs> so, voted like shit for Trump so, so I hope all your benefits go away you pieces of shit so good luck to you you fucking cunts um but no, the, this is the one that I was wanting to get into because I heard this the other night and this blew my mind and I looked it up. So New York has this bill that they've been trying to pass since 2007 and it's called um, the Child Sex Abuse. It's like law reform and it's um, Child Victims Act. And 
So basically what it does is on a lot of crimes now, there's a statute of limitations, you know, you fucking yeah. rape somebody 10 years goes by or whatever in the state, then, you know, Oh, it's been 10 years. So after the 11 year, you can, oh, I raped the shit out of her and there's nothing they can do to you about it, which is the dumbest thing ever. If you commit a fucking heinous crime, there should never be a statute of limitations. on. Yeah. That. Something petty. I would understand, but yeah, like you stole a pack of gum or something. That's fine. But rape, child abuse, child sex abuse, things like that, with their statute of limitation on, there it, shouldn't be. It's pretty fucking ridiculous, and so this law basically it makes it easier for uh, people who are abuse victims. It takes away or extends the because um, now it, I think it's like if they're. I'm going to get this wrong. This is where I got to do better with my notes. But if they're like a certain age, like after they hit like 23 or something, then like it doesn't matter like when it occurred, like after 23 or a certain age, then they have like a year from the time they hit that date to make a file, a complaint or something. And after that, then it runs out and they can never go back and do it. It's something weird. It's stupid. Just remember statute of limitation. That's the fucking issue. So this is expanding that. And it also makes it easier for victims to come forward and put charges and get help and everything. So it sounds like a solid bill. Like who would be against that, right? We want to make it easier for people, for kids who are fucking touched and abused as children. Now that they're adults and they feel confident that they could come out and speak out on this, you know, you think that people would be all for this. Like, yeah, we got to do this because if we can go back and stop somebody who's probably still touching kids or doing something, we want to do it. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's one group that has really been against this and fought it. Now, I'll give you one guess, Eric. Who do you think would be against the Child Victims Act that helps? NAMBLA. <laughs> NAMBLA would make a lot of <laughs> sense, right? No, it's the Catholic Church. Oh, I should have known. They have paid... That, that should have been my first guess. They have paid lobbyists over $2 million in the past, like I said, in the last eight, nine years, they've been trying to pass this to block this legislation. Because of course. They say that it's it's unfair because this is all a conspiracy against a Catholic church because, you know, all those kids that they fucking raped back in the day that can't sue them now because of statute of limitations. Would be able to. Yeah, now they'd be able to fucking sue them. And they've already paid out so much money and they've confessed their sins. It's just not fair. No, you have not because we know that there no, are fair. other priests out there. So... Their cardinal up in that area, his name Dolan, for anybody that doesn't know and stuff, he's the big guy. Which, by the way, if you want to know, the cardinals are like next in line for Pope, so this guy yeah. could be Pope one day. <laughs> you know, just, just you know, put that in perspective. Um, he basically came out, and that's exactly what he said. He goes, we believe that this bill is designed to bankrupt the Catholic Church. That's its sole purpose. It's like, I don't think that they were uh, thinking like, no, we need to help these kids out. So we can fuck the Catholic Church like they fuck these kids. Yeah, you literally destroyed their life. It's amazing, dude. And maybe you should be punished for it. I just saw that. And Not I only just, that, but you let people destroy their lives and then covered it up. Yeah, th that's the thing, though. But they did cover it up. Now the statute of limitations run out, so they shouldn't have to deal with it anymore. We did a good job covering this up for many years. Let's not extend the statute yeah, of limitations so they can come <laughs> after us. Now. All you're doing is fucking all of our good work. Like yeah. we fucked those little boys. You know how hard it was to keep these fucking kids' mouths shut, you know, by shoving our dicks in it and then sending these priests to other fucking <laughs> dioceses so they could rape more kids? It's it's a lot of work. Like You guys really don't understand how much effort we put into this. 
You're busting my balls here, right? <laughs> yeah, why are you busting our balls, man? <laughs> so anyway, I just Fucking I saw assholes. that, and I'm just like, oh my god, dude! I don't know why I haven't heard this on. I like I haven't heard this on major news. Like I literally saw this on like a comedy show that yeah. was making fun of it. And I'm like, is this real? And I looked it up and read the story on it. I'm like, no, they legitimately. This is a bill that they've been trying to pass. For the past, like I said, since 2007, I think it was. And every year it comes up. And every year it fucking doesn't go forward because of the Catholics. Fucking Catholics, man. So, they Yay, Catholic, religion. Yeah. So, like I said, this country is a fucking disaster. You can shoot. If you're a cop, you can shoot anybody you fucking want. Get away with it. I feared for my life. Yeah. If you're a fucking priest, you can rape anybody you want. Get away with it. Statue of Limitations. And if you're Trump, you can fucking say anything you want. Get away I'm with the it. greatest thing to ever happen to anybody ever in history. I'm fucking even done. people in the future. I'm done, man. I'm literally fucking done. All I'm going to do for, until I fucking we do this show. If we do the show for another ten years, every episode it's just going to be me <laughs> shitting on the United States and what's fucking wrong with this country and how much I fucking can't stand anymore. And I can say that because I fucking serve my country. I went in the military. I put in fucking blood, sweat, and tears for four years of non nonsense for this fucking country that is doing nothing but saying you know we could be the greatest country i mean we have all the resources and the wealth but nah, we want to be fucking worse than north korea i think that should be our goal let's go for that so you know fuck every one of you motherfuckers out there that ever even thought about fucking voting for a republican you pieces of shit and uh, that goes for your family members too. Next time you see them, if you if you're good lib and you see your fucking uncle and he starts talking fucking nonsense at a holiday, slap that motherfucker. And you know what? Fucking shoot him. Put a badge on. Go get a fucking cheap fucking one of those costume badges and put it on and shoot him. And yep. then just say, "I was playing cops." He's coming right for me. <laughs> I felt threatened. I was playing cops with him, and I felt threatened. Doesn't that count? Fuck it. Fuck it all. I'm done. Well, I hope we uh, brightened your week, folks. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Jared Kushner is not going to fucking solve the goddamn Palestinian-Israel problem either. Words come down on that. He's fucking ruining that, too. So there's another thing they failed at. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> Check out our other shows. The Utterly Pointless Podcast. Goddamn right. The Totally Worthless Podcast. Goddamn right. And, of course, Andy and the Bradtastic Voyage. Yeah, which they got a new show, and I forgot to put the link up. So all all of up. which is on our wonderful Intellectual Saviors Network. The uh, Intellectual Saviors Podcasting Network. The number one rated podcast network in the world. Yep, ever. Greatest ever. Yeah, greatest ever in the world. Uh, check out our boys at Podlocked. Yep, and guess what? Eric. And their other show, <laughs> 742 Evergreen Terrace, which, which they are still doing. Which they are still doing. And apparently that makes me a dickless cunt. What do you say? Dickless something? Yeah, you're... Well, he's definitely right, but I don't know. It was something to that effect. Yeah. Joe Joe had some sharp words for me there. And I don't blame him. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm, I'm, I'm a horrible podcaster. <laughs> I podcast and I don't listen to other podcasts. Yeah, but you do say that every week, so... In a way, you do get a little bit of a pass. So he has to give you a little bit of a pass. And I mean, at least I plug shows. Yeah. 
Oh, dickless bitches. Sorry. There Simple dickless bitches. Yeah, I don't like how he says bitches because that infers that I'm <laughs> part of that. And I just said, I don't know. I didn't say you guys you're, weren't doing it. You're guilty it. by association. You don't listen to him either, you dickless bitch. I only listened to the first episode because uh, I wanted to hear it. I'm not going to lie see, to you. See? Just to that, I do listen to uh, the Palm Blanc occasionally. I'll pull that up and listen to it. I, I may start listening to shows eventually. I don't know. I'm going to get better at it because I've started. I need a new job. If I get a different job, then it'll, <laughs> that'll ch- as long as it's a job where I can. You know what it is? I haven't listened to some of the ones I used to listen to regularly as much because of the fact that I, th- because I'm so insane with politics, even though I, it's making me so crazy and I hate fucking my life and I hate the United States and everything. It's, everything's just fucking terrible now because of Trump and this administration. I still can't help myself listen to it. It's like crack for me. So when I'm at work, a lot of times, if I'm not listening, like I listen to local radio station a lot of times. They do a lot of funny bits I listen to. But if I'm not listening to them, I'll pull up like C-SPAN and listen to like Sean Spicer's press conference or something like that. I torture myself because I'm like, what the fuck are they going to talk about? What's he going to say today? And I, and then that eats up my podcast listening time when I have free time. So it's, I got I to gotta stop, man. I got to fucking let go of that. And I need to go back to listen to like my pod blocks and my Bill Burrs and stuff like that again. Because they make me happy. Trump makes me insane. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting shitty and I, I don't want to be shitty on the show. I want to be nice and fun on the show. I don't want to be shitty all the time. So. Alrighty, folks. Enjoy your week. Ah, fuck you.